What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And so Michael and I are going to be talking about his wild experiences that he's had with drugs. Or, or crazy stuff. It could be other people's story. I might know. Some of it's going to be his personal experience. Some might be other people he knows. Some might be what he's seen on TV. Or some might be what he's seen on TikTok, YouTube, whatever. But for the most part, a lot of them is probably going to be his personal experience and people that he knows. So... Let's jump right yeah. into it. Alcohol, we're going to throw alcohol in there, too, because people do some crazy shit on alcohol. I know it's not a drug, but it's definitely something I've seen people do crazy shit with. Yeah, it is kind of a drug. So we're going to say drugs and alcohol. There you go. Yeah. Okay, my crazy story was one night, I mean, some of them they probably may have said, one night I had some Everclear, right? Not PJ. I ain't count that. Um, because I was going to try to drink a whole thing. <laughs> You're going to try what? Drink a whole bit of Everclear. Did you do it? I don't remember. I know I was slightly drunk at the end of the night. That's all I can say. He was slightly drunk? God dang. Sloppy drunk. Oh, sloppy drunk. I thought you said slightly. I was like, there's no way in hell you drained a whole thing of Everclear and was like slightly drunk. <laughs> Boy, had me. Yeah. Ooh. I, I mean, heard, and I didn't drink it by my. As soon as I would take a sip of that, I had like some red juice on the You can't drink it by still. So there was a guy me and Michael used to be cool with. It was his birthday, and so I I put Michael in charge since he was the oldest out of all of us to make get the alcohol. So Michael's like, "I got you." I said, "All right, cool." So he gets his cooler out and he makes PJ with it, right? <laughs> You had fruit in it, too. It was like you had fruit cut up and thrown inside of it. So I was yeah, like, all right, good. Do what? That's how it's supposed to be made. Right. You had, it had, you had a lot of it in there, right? But I didn't see you make it because you already had it pre-made at the house. So how would you bring it? Did you put it in your car? Because you didn't ride with me. I had all those people in my car. I think I picked my car. Yeah. Because I had I all those had people. Huh? Go ahead. Oh, what were you about to say? I just said I had a bunch of people in my car. Oh, okay. So what'd you do? Put it in your trunk or your backseat? My trunk. What were you driving? The dart? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you were driving the dart, yeah. And so I remember you had it, and people were taking those red Solo cups, and they were, like, dipping it in there, drinking it, because it was like Hawaiian punch. And you were just, like, sitting there, fine, Everybody was so fucked up, but I didn't drink because one, I don't drink like that. And two, I had to drive home anyways. So everybody's just fucked up out of their mind. And I asked Michael, I said, damn, dude, how would you put inside of that the alcohol? He goes, Everclear. <laughs> I think I was like two or three years I was like, Michael, these people can't drink like that. Like these half of these people probably have only had like one beer in their life. And you over here got them fucked up on Everclear. Uh, I didn't tell them to drink it. No, you didn't, but they drank it and it, they were all slopped up. Y'all gotta think. A lot of these people, they weren't underage, but they were under drinking age. Okay, that's what I understand. You get charged for drinking. Is that if they're under 18 or that if they're under 
I don't know. But Michael and I were not hanging out with minors. We were just hanging out with people that were under drinking age. And I was too. I was 20. So a lot of those people were in the age of 18 to 20. And Michael was the only one that was 21 there. And so everybody's just sloppy drunk. I remember Josh turned around and punching the the refrigerator and some of the bottles fell off and he like caught them in his hands. I was like, what the fuck? You know, like uh, CB, you know, North Carolina, his initial, he's been partying since he was like 13, I bet. Oh, he was there. Fuck. Was he there that night? Yeah. Yeah, him and BB were there too. Yeah. They were, did they do coke that night on the back of the toilet? Probably so. So CB had this tradition. I don't know why he did it, but every time Chief Kiefer Nito came on, he would take the alcohol and just like shake it up and down and spray it all over the place. I don't know if he did that night though. Yeah, I always tear my shirt off, do like some worms, whatever. I heard that like, so a guy I used to hang out with, his name was Hunter. And he told me that Michael ripped his shirt off like Cam Newton does. And he started doing the worm. And I was like, no fucking way that I missed that. When was, oh, where, where oh, I probably did it one time. I don't really you did it at uh, Hunter's aunt and uncle's house out there in Leggett. Oh, okay. He said, you just like Cam Newton the fuck out of it. Like, <laughs> like that. I was like, dude, I wish I was there to see that. That was probably funny as hell. Oh my God. But yeah, I remember at that party, I had to take, I took everybody home. Well, about three of them, because, you know, those three, they lived down the street from me. You remember that? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, kick a lighter down the street, you know? Oh. And her boyfriend. And, you know, I already said his name, Josh. I took all three of them home because they lived oh. right there by me at the time. Oh. Okay. Mr. I like to sneak into Michael's car and steal his money. Oh, I don't got Yeah, there's no doubt he would do that. Right. He definitely did it. Because nobody's ever been in your car but me. Like, if I go into Michael's car, there's a reason I'm going in Michael's car. And I always tell him either I'm getting something. I was something, when I got there, and I know I ain't never going in my car. So. Right. That boy shouldn't even be in his car because he rode with me and he didn't leave nothing in the vehicle. See, I always tell Michael, Michael, before I walk to his vehicle, I'm like, hey, I'm getting my phone out of your vehicle or, hey, I'm getting my charger or I left my wallet in there. Or, hey, I'm going to go look to make sure I didn't leave nothing in there. I would never go into Michael's vehicle and like start stealing shit. So I, I even warned Michael myself. So Michael seeing him snooping around in his vehicle, that was definitely a red flag. I saw him in there, but. I think he would have gone. He must have left before I looked. Yeah, but then, probably he left. Didn't about it. Oh, dude, you were so pissed and so drunk. You're talking about taking a shotgun and blowing his head off. <laughs> I'm going to kill that motherfucker. Ah. Like, you were mad, bro. You were so mad. You're like, I'm going to drive by his house tonight and light that bitch up. I was like, whoa, oh, 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 now. <laughs> I think it was like 100 but What was that, 80 to 100 bucks he took? It was like no, two hundred. Two hundred, yeah. Michael was about to get back in blood. At least I wasn't addicted to the heroin yet. If I've been, oh god, if that would have been the heroin. 
I might have actually done that. Michael was real mad. I've I've never actually seen Michael have like anger, but when he was fucked up and that dude stole from him, because y'all gotta think this guy and Michael don't go way back or anything. He just knows him through the guy he used to hang out with. So there's yeah. not really a relation, but still, like even if he personally knew the guy like that, they, he still shouldn't be in in his car. Like I said, him and Michael are not that close, and he didn't ride with Michael. So why is he messing around in his car? Yeah. So, yeah, that was definitely a red flag for me when you told me that. I was like, yeah, he's suspicious. Oh, one time I went to go buy beer at a store. The guy knew I was in age. He's like, I'm going to go fit in your car for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. You remember, I don't know if you remember, so we were back at that house. It was me, you the old friend and CB and y'all got drunk and they just, we decided to go riding around. He threw a bottle to the house. <laughs> so I had Michael in the passenger seat. I don't know how the hell we got him to wake up. So he woke up, put him in the passenger seat. We put my old friend and CB in the back of the car. These idiots are like, let's fuck something up. CB definitely initiated it and freaking RC fucking no RS. RS decided, yeah, let's do it. So he gets out of the car and he like starts kicking this mailbox and CB just straight up runs up and fucking punches it like he's in a fucking boxing match. He fucks his hand up too. I'm like, you dumbass. He said, I missed the mailbox and hit the uh, post. I was like, stupid. No, he threw it through the whole house. <laughs> so after they got their ass whooped by a non-moving object. They both got in the car, and CB had this bright idea. He just recently broke up with this girl, or she broke up with him. I don't know who broke up with who, but he was bitter about it or something. So he hands RS the bottle. It was a beer bottle, and he was like, bet you won't do it. And he told him to throw it at the house. It was a trailer. You know, it was a little bit of a yard. It kind of yeah. like went downhill a tad bit, and it was a trailer. That girl that, that, girl that lived there, I don't never remember them dating. I don't either, but he was like, I don't think he said it was his girlfriend, I, but he did say her name, though. Semi, I think Semi Weaver. I actually saw her at the GameStop in person, like, uh, two years after that, and I was like, uh... <laughs> so, uh, he gets out of the car, and he just tells R.S. to throw it at the house. Well, R.S. takes it, he's, you know, does it, he throws it like a Frisbee, and when he does, it goes right through the window. It shatters it. That's all you hear. And then he jumps in, and then, like, I floor it out of there. And then, like, we went back to the house. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to go to jail. We are going to go to jail. The police are going to come up here, and we're going to go to fucking jail. Then, like, what, two hours later when the sun was coming up, about, like, six-something, freaking CB's like, yo, let's drive by the house. I'm like, are you fucking serious? We drove by the house looking suspicious as a motherfucker, but the cops weren't up there. Nobody was outside. I was like, there's no fucking way that they didn't hear that bottle go through that window. Either they're heavy sleepers or nobody's home. Or they're selling drugs at the house and they're not taking a chance. Right. Because there's no fucking... It's a trailer, for God's sakes. It's a single-wide trailer. You're telling me that you didn't fucking hear no bottle coming through the window? Another crazy story I had is I did, like, nine Xanax bars one time. At one time. 
and you don't really remember nothing. I really don't remember nothing. But I do remember one, I went through a roadblock with an eight ball of cocaine in my pocket. Did they search you or did you be able to get through? No, it was just a roadblock. <laughs> they ask you for your there's license, no, you gave them to there's them. There's no way they can tell I'm not sober. They're like, we know this guy's fucked up, but. I ain't trying to do no paperwork. <laughs> Hell no. And that shit really be happening. They just want to do paperwork. They want to rescue. Probably a pain in the ass trying to deal with you. Should we tell them about the, the you getting fucked up at, uh, you know who, TM's house? And then we went to the mall and got almost arrested. <laughs> oh yeah, you tell them <laughs> So me and uh, just say the other guy's name or not? Nah? You don't matter. Okay, so y'all already pretty much know who it is because I hang with them. It's Matthew. Y'all thought I was gonna say Brandon, but no. So me and Matt, we decided uh, for a while. A guy named Jay told me that I should get on top of this mall. The mall is almost abandoned anyways. There's like a Roses, a JCPenney, and then I think that's the only two stores that were left in them at the time. And so me and a guy named Shane, we were hanging out with Jay and Mackenzie, and me and Shane got on top of the mall, and we walked around. It was very beautiful. Well, me and RS, we did it a second time, or the third time wasn't so uh, lucky. So I told Matt about it. Me and Matt, we love exploring abandoned places. We're urban explorers. And he wanted to get on top of it. And I'm like, sure, dude, I'll show you how to get up there. Well, we park in the movie theater. Okay, let's rewind how Michael got into the situation. So I went and picked up uh, Michael. And me and Michael decided to stop at TM's house. Yeah. <laughs> and so TM... She is a very, uh, what's it called, persuasive person. She doesn't know how to take yeah. no for an answer. So I'm in there with her sister and her sister's husband listening to YouTube on their TV. They're playing Joyner Lucas's Gucci Gang remix, and they're like surprised at how fast he can rap, whatever. And we rapping too. We're just doing rapping. So I didn't know that TM were in another room with Michael getting him fucked up on alcohol. What you know, he was, I, don't know. I don't know what you're drinking because I wasn't in there. Tequila. You weren't in there? Oh. No, I was in the bedroom with her sister and her sister's husband rapping because her sister's husband at the, well, yeah, sister's husband at the time, she's not married to him anymore. Uh, he was like, dude, you should rap. I heard that you can rap. I'll throw a beat on oh. and you just start rapping. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. I, know who, I know who he was now. Yeah. He's with some young girl. Is it another what? He's with another girl now. Isn't it that girl with the last name Stone or something? She ain't that young, is she? She younger than me, ain't she? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. And she, she's and she G T. Hmm. Spell that again. That's kind of yeah. Ain't she G T? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. The the way I've heard her, the way her accent is. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> been around her, so I'm not really familiar with her at all. 
So she had a Yankee accent. <laughs> she a Yankee. So <laughs> what ended up happening is I finally come out of the bedroom. No, there was no funny business. I was just rapping, freestyling to them. Because at that time, you know, I was deep into rap and I was making, uh, what was it? I don't know what year this was. Hold on, I'm about to find out what fucking year it was. So actually, it's probably 2018. I want to say it was 2018 because Matt was going through the shit that he was going through at that time. Or 19. I don't think it was 2019. I think it was 2018. It had to be like, fuck. Because uh, I was in a rehab. Yeah, and it wasn't 2017 either because, um, yeah, but I'm going back because I filmed us in the car where it's like, I want herpes. What do you want, Michael? I uh, herpes. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. Yeah, so Michael is fucking slammed at this point, and I'm like, this is bad. And I'm a little upset with her because I'm like, dude, we just came here to hang out. We didn't come here to get fucked up. And where I'm taking Michael, I need him sober, like aware of his surrounding. We're about to do something fucking illegal. And you over here getting him fucked up. And I was like, oh, God. So. I won't do illegal stuff. Not April sober. 6, 2018. Not going. Is it what? It was April 6, 2018. Oh, okay. So, yeah, come on. Down. What do you want, Michael? Herpes. Sing along with me. Herpes. Say, I want herpes. <laughs> I want herpes. What do you want, Mike? I want herpes. It's just, it's just like your mineral. <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> that laugh. Fucking dick herpes. I don't know what the hell you're trying. So I finally get Michael in the car and we're laughing about that video because he's just so fucked up. But we go and pick Matt up and he's like a little bit uh he's not like the Matthew now, which he would have been cool with it. Matt was kind of uncomfortable, but the Matthew now wouldn't give a shit. He'd think it's funny as hell. So Matt was a little uncomfortable at first, but then I took them to the mall. And there's like You tell me Matthew did. Smoke, like whatever he does. He did. He never did nothing before that. Mm. Oh. Nah, Matt grew up in like a Christian like background, and always going to church and stuff. But then when him and Brandon got older, they started like losing that and start doing but, what everybody else is doing. Yeah, but there's a lot of Christian people that do drugs and still go to church. Though. Yeah, it's but Brandon and Matt, you got to think they were younger than I was, so they weren't really into that scene. Lot not now where they they both drink here and there and Brandon smokes hookah and drinks and maybe smokes a little bit. Well, actually, he actually does edibles, as you know. Yeah, is this? I'm having some of that store called Dillard now, and it feels you get high just like them. Uh, what he gave us. I'm wondering, are they real edibles? I mean, not from the store. I'm just telling them. So Michael and I, we park in front of the movie theater because there's a movie theater connected to that mall. And so I parked there and we're walking and we go around the other side of the mall. There's this dead bird laying on the ground. And Matt says something. That's sad. There's a dead bird. It was a white dead bird. I don't know what kind of bird that was, but it was white. Michael goes and goes, hut, hut, hike. 
and runs over and kicks the bird as hard as he can. And the bitch goes flying. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is funny, but horrible. Yeah, you did. You're like, down set height. And you just kicked it with your left foot, which I know that you kick with your right foot. So when you kicked it, it like skipped across the uh, ground like it was a pebble going across water. That shit had me dying. But at the same time, that was wrong. <laughs> Shame on you, Michael. Should have never kicked that dead bird. Shame on you. <laughs> so we finally get to the area where we need to be. And Matt's like, I can't climb that little pole. And Michael, he's just slammed drunk at this point. So he can't do shit. Well, we're behind this wall. It's a, a brick wall. No, it's a cement wall. So nobody can see us. Well, we start like trying to look for another way well matt starts walking away because the brick wall is only like but so big it's really really short i mean it's tall so nobody could see you but it's not long enough right so we start walking and we see these headlights and the headlights hit us see if we wouldn't have walked that vehicle would have gone right by us and we would have been good but me and Matt, we walked a couple feet. How big is it? I'm trying to think. Ooh. It's about the size of your bedroom walls. So, ladies and gentlemen, think about your bedroom wall from one end to the other. That's how it was, but it was all cement. So, me and Matt, we walked out from behind the cement, so we were visible. If we would have known that car was coming, we would have stayed behind the wall, and it would have never seen us. Because the way they have to drive, that person wouldn't have been able to see us. Well, the lights hit me and Matthew, but not Michael because he's way back behind us. All of a sudden, I tell Matt, run! And we just take off running. I don't know who the car is or anything. Me and Matt run, come across the corner, run down the sidewalk a little bit, and then we turn, and then we're right in front of the roses. And I'm like, all right. We caught our breath for a good 15 seconds. It had to be 10 to 15 seconds. So I told Matt, I'm going back for Michael because I didn't see the vehicle anymore. And I was like, that's weird. So I cut the corner and I started running down the uh, sidewalk slowly. And then I see the wall. But then I see the lights coming towards me and I look, it's a cop car. I said, fuck. I turn around running back towards Matt and the guy's like, you could stop now. He's talking to the radio. You could stop. Yeah. You could stop now. Yeah. Um, um, there's no point um, of running. Yeah, I started to shoot, do a shootout with him, but I changed my mind. <laughs> so I stopped running, and Matt notices, and so he takes off running, but I don't know where he goes. So I'm like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get arrested tonight." So the cops like, "Come here," and he talks to me. He's like, "Where's the other guy?" I said, "What other guy?" I said, "I was running back for him." Why? He was like, no, the guy that was just with you, I just saw him peeking around the corner. I said, I don't know. So he walks up to the Rose's door, and he tries to open it. It's locked. Because he thought maybe... What? Uh, The cop tried to open it? Yeah. The cop thought that Matt ran into the Rose's, but Matt didn't. He ran around the other side of the building, which I'll explain that later when me and Matt finally reconnected. So he's like, come with me. I'm like, all right. So I sit in the driver's seat. And I was like, where's that other guy that I left behind? He was always with my uh, other partner, whatever. So I go, (laughs) we're driving. I didn't laugh at the time, but now that I think about it, it's funny. So as we're pulling up there, his lights hit the other patrol vehicle, the patrol cruiser, and the doors open. 
But on the front side of the door, like the outside of it, Michael's hanging all over it. <laughs> His arms are just draped over. He looks like a dead body hanging on this man's door. <laughs> I'm dying in the inside, but I'm like, this isn't funny. We're going to go to jail tonight. This isn't funny. But I wanted to laugh so hard. But, you know. It just, it was just not the time. So we get out and the guy asked me about Matt. And I was like, I don't know. That's his buddy. But since Michael's so fucking drunk, he's not going to be able to corroborate and tell them what Matt's name is. See, Matt's my homie. But I played it off as, oh, he is Michael's homie. I'm not from around here. I'm actually from Virginia. But they don't, because it, it's not going to say on your license where you ever lived there. No, and I had a Virginia license at the time and Virginia plates. So yeah. it was easy to go. But what these guys didn't know is that that was my birthplace, my hometown. Yeah, it's not the town that I was raised in, but I know the town fairly well. Yeah, but the guys don't know that because they're just like, oh, he's got a Virginia license. He's got a Virginia plates, which I don't think they saw my car, but they saw my license. And they asked me about the Matt, uh, the other guy. I was like, I think his name's Matt. Matt something. Well, well, I don't know his last name. What well, 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 would have done if they would have waited until we left to see if he ever came out? That's what I thought they were going to do. I thought they were going to have me set up Matt and call him and be like, yeah, they left, and then, like, fucking ambush him. That's what I thought they were going to do. But that's not what happened. So Michael's sitting there. He was like, I told him, I said, dude, we're not trying to break into the mall. They thought that we were trying to break in. I said, I'm going to be honest with you, officers. We're not trying to break in. We were just trying to climb on top of the roof. A friend of mine told me he did it, and it was a beautiful view up there. We're not trying to damage anything. We're not trying to hurt anybody. We're not trying to break in any businesses. We just wanted yeah, to climb on top of the roof. We're not snipers. <laughs> we could be. Yeah, we um, are. We're not going to tell you that. Yeah, we're not going to tell you that. You'll start knowing once you uh, hear it on the radio. <laughs> we're going to be called the DC snipers, but instead we're going to call be called the NC snipers. Oh, there was a there was a DC like that before. Do what? There was a DC sniper before. Yeah, DC snipers. Look it up. Washington DC. Yeah, there was these guys. Like I think it was a uh, one dude was sitting in the back of a trunk and he like cut a hole and he put his like sniper rifle through it and they're like shooting people with it. Yeah. I don't know. You have to look into it. I'm not really familiar with the story. I could be wrong. Okay. What else? Keep going about those. So. Uh, I told them the truth. I was like, we're just trying to get on top. Like, if we get in trouble for trespassing, oh well. But the guys were like, we'll just let you off with a warning. Because they really could have fucked us. Because I don't know if Michael could have gotten in trouble for, you know, intoxicated in public. Just public intoxicated. I wouldn't go to jail. I might get a, have to go back to court or something. It's just going to be a fine. Just probably, they might make me sit in jail until I said, bro, that would be the worst thing ever. If I wouldn't have known Michael, like if me and Michael weren't as close as we were, like if Michael was a complete stranger that was just hanging out with me and Matt, 100% I would have left his ass. Me and Matt would have gotten away. We definitely would have. Because like we had such a head start 
if we want to stop at the roses and him just wait there for a second and me turn around and run back. Cause like I said, we had a good 15 seconds before that car came around the corner and saw me. So like me and Matt were already way ahead. So like, that's the only reason I got caught was coming back for you. And then Matt sitting there, if Matt would have took off running and then I go look for you. That cop would have never seen Matthew peeking around the corner. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, Michael's like crying because he's drunk as shit and he's trying to thank the officers. He's like, thank you. Thank you. Can I give you a hug? And he tries to give the cop a hug. And the cop's a dickhead anyways. But then he's like, no, I'll shake your hand instead. So he shakes Michael's hand and I'm like, I'm going to get him home and we're going to get out of here. I promise we're not going to do anything the rest of the night. And he was like, good. And then they got a call over the radio about a drive-by shooting. And Just so, imagine if we were, how about if we were trying to break in? Oh yeah, we're trying to break in. <laughs> let me tell you how like these how dumb these cops were. They left us there. Like they literally were like, all right, you gentlemen have a good night. And they drove away. And I'm like, bro, we could go back to doing what we were just doing. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. You probably wouldn't do it. Like they were completely gone. Like I watched them, you guys. I watched them come out of the parking lot. I saw them get on the main road and drive. So I called yeah. Matt, and Matt thought it was a setup. He was like, are they around you? <laughs> I was like, no, bro. I said, they just got a call for a drive-by shooting. They're not setting me up. There's nowhere around. Meet me back at the car. He was like, I'm going to hide under the car. He said, like, I don't have the key to the car. He was trying to get into the car. He was like, I'm going to hide in the back seat, or I'm going to hide underneath it. He was so fucking paranoid. But the way he saw us coming... I said, look, look around, you know, we're in a big open area, you know, because where the car is parked, it's in a, you know, movie theater parking lot, movie theater parking lots are huge. So he saw us turn the corner and he just watched for a little bit. And, you know, we got into the car and I was like, bro, what the fuck? So I called a TM and I like cussed her out about it. She was like, I didn't know that y'all were going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Holy shit. That's crazy. So I start telling Matt the story, what I just told y'all. And then he tells me after he saw me with the cop, he took off running in between the two buildings. So I guess there was like a little alleyway. So he said he ran through there, ran until he got to the front of the movie theater, which was way around the corner. So the motherfucker's been running for a little bit. So he did actually go to the theater. Yeah, he went inside. That's why I was wondering if he went there. He said he went inside and he puked in the bathroom. What? Uh-oh. Because Matt was so out of shape. Like, the Matthew right now, oh, my God, that motherfucker can run. But the Matthew back then, you know, he was overweight, didn't work out, was depressed. So, like, you know, he threw up because he wasn't, you know, in that type of shape to run. Like, the Matthew right now, oh, man, that Matthew right now could keep up with me. Like, that motherfucker could probably run 5K right now and not even be tired. Because he goes to the gym every day and works out. I mean, he literally ran on the beach with me from one pier to another and was a little bit tired. And we ran pretty fast. Y'all got to think, I'm a very gifted. How far was the pier to the park? To the what? How far was that mile or two apart? Yeah, a mile or two apart. Yeah, I think running on sand, too, even if it's compacted, it's not that easy. 
No. So that just shows you how far Matthew has came. But at that time, he was out of shape. He said he puked in the bathroom. And this is at the time when Re- uh, Ready Player One was in theaters. That just tells you how long it's been. So Matt said he see a group of uh, kids, uh, you know, people his age, which, you know, at the time, I think, how old did that Matthew? If he's 21 right now, how old would he would have been in 2018? No, he's 22. He's 22. Let me see. How old would he be? If he's 22, what would that make him? 2002? 2023 minus 2002 would have made him 21. So he was born in – let me see if he was born in 2001. Hmm. I'm about to look on his Facebook to see if he posted it. Matt. Uh. November 3rd, doesn't say the fucking year. So I'm thinking 2001 if he's 22. 2023 minus 2001, 22. So. Oh, that, oh, that was Matthew with us? Yeah, that was Matthew. That wasn't Brandon. Oh. Huge difference. I thought it was Brandon with us. Nah, no, no, no. Brandon doesn't... Brandon's not really big on Urban Explorer. Like, he gets really nervous, like... What was it? Two thousand and. But Brandon was the one. But Brandon was the one in the hotel, though. Yes, 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 yes. The one in the hotel with us not too long ago. That was Brandon. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought. Okay. Uh... See, Bra- um, Brandon wouldn't do that. Like us getting that night, Brandon would have never went with us because he's just not that type of person. Like he doesn't even like going into abandoned places. Like Matt, he'll do it all day long with me. But Brandon, he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't know if he's scared of a homeless person. I don't know if he's scared of the police coming in there. I don't know if he's scared of a uh, person seeing us and calling the police. I don't know if he's just scared of demons or is he just scared of the place because it's dark and it's unfamiliar. Me, I don't give a shit. Like, I put months into it before I decide to go into something. You know, so... Uh, how old was he in 2023 minus no, 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 hold on 2018 minus 2001. He was 17 at the time, he had at least be 16, 17. And so he went up to a group of people and he sat there and he like said he had a conversation. Oh, y'all gonna go see Ready Player One? They're like, Yeah, are you gonna go see it? He's like, Yeah, I'm about to go see it. You know, I'm pretty much by myself. And they're like, but you should join us. And he was like, sure, you know. And then when they, like, got up, I guess they weren't really paying too much attention. But I guess Matt made an excuse, like, I'll see y'all in there. They're like, okay. And, of course, Matt didn't walk in there. (laughs) Because, you know, you have to provide your ticket. You know, there's that person standing there doing the ripping the tickets. Because at nighttime, you know, they have that person standing there. No, but I'm going to tell you what you can do. Oh, but you got a Rocky Mount Theater. No. You can say watch one movie, you can just watch another one. They don't check your ticket. Right. But Matt never had a ticket, and this wasn't the Rocky Mount Theater. This is Carmite. Because, oh, think of all the times you go to Rocky Mount Theater. You walk in the wrong theater. They ain't nobody there checking your ticket. No, I've walked in the wrong theater like once or twice. 
Yeah, one time I sat down, I was like, I'm just being around the end. It just don't look right. And you can really play it off when it comes to the public. Like, people will, will know, like, if you come in halfway to the movie and they ain't seen you, the way to play it off, you guys, is just go buy another popcorn. Or just don't eat all your popcorn and just wait until that new one starts and then go in. Because if people see you go in halfway through the movie, they know that, you know, what you're doing. And they might tell on you. There might be a Karen in there to tell on you. So just wait until there's like, you know, it's the the end of your movie and it's the beginning of another. And then you'll be able and to I'll pull it her. She's going to me going around the theater. She's going to get got. She's going to get got. <laughs> Over or a $5 ticket. I miss the tickets, man. Now they're made like receipt paper and they're not as cool as they used to be. I used to collect movie tickets, but now that they're printed out on like a receipt paper, because I guess it's cheaper, I just don't collect them anymore. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. And with streaming too, like a lot of shit I watch, you know, has been on streaming. Like I didn't go to theaters to see Halloween ends. I just watched it on Peacock. (laughs) So it is what it is. But yeah, we were. Matt said after that he walked outside, and that's when I called him. And then, you know, we ended up meeting him back at the car. And then, you know, I didn't sit in the parking lot long. I just sat in there long enough to cuss out TM. And Matt told us the story on the way because I was like, dude, we've already had a crazy night. Let's get out of here before those cops come back. Oh, he told you the story the whole way there. No, on the whole way back to his house. Because, you know, after I was on the phone with TM, I was like, all right, let's get out of here. Matt, you could tell me the story on the way back to your house to drop you off. And I think that we dropped you off first. Yeah, whatever. And then I dropped off Matthew, and I was going to come and stay with you, but you fucking locked the door. And I called you multiple times. You didn't answer. I tried to knock on the door. No response. So I was like, I guess I'm not staying with Michael. And so I hopped back in the car, text Matt, and he said, come on over to the house. And I ended up spending the night with him. I was wondering why. You wonder why I wasn't there? Yeah, because you locked the door on me. And you wouldn't answer your phone because you were drunk and asleep. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was hard to get on that roof, though. Do what? I was going to go you. Should have slid through the doggy door. I don't <laughs> I know if y'all had that. Do what? I said, you need a ride. I'll go pick you up. Yeah, you should have came and picked me up from Matt's. <laughs> yeah. I would have told you, Mike, you're a little too sober for me. Here's some more alcohol. You know what? I should have <laughs> took Matt. you back over to Tim at TM's house. Just say Matt was outside. I picked you up. Uh, Wayne is drunk and when I was gone. Matt be like, are you, why are you driving with him? He's drunk. Nah, he's safe. Come on, Matt. Let's go ride. <laughs> I tell Matt to get in the car too. Yo, let's all have a joy ride. You know what, Michael? Take us to Robbie's yeah. neighborhood. Man, just imagine I had a whole fit of Eric Clear sipping on that drink. Like the beer that you left in the trunk. I want to see if there's any more <laughs> left in here. So that was another time, but that wasn't Michael's fault. Like, he wasn't expecting to drink that night. Yeah, he could have said no, but at that time, Michael was really, like, down with alcohol. Like, he was like, no mind if I do. 
he had no uh no was not in his vocabulary and even even if he did tm wouldn't take no for an answer because she's like hunter she peer pressures people and that's something i did not like and i cussed her out for it i said you ain't gonna peer pressure my friends into doing shit like that again i said me and you gonna have a serious issue i said i ain't one of these little thuggy wannabe gangster motherfuckers that you hanging out with i'm the real fucking deal bitch i was really mad I've never been mad. I've never been mean to her like that. But that night, I was really mean. I let it fly like crazy. She's like, you need to calm down. I said, you need to shut the fuck up. What was another story? Okay, is that about it about that one? Yeah, that's the end of that one. There's another story. This ain't me. This guy said he was at a store. He was on the way to put gas in his car to go get some dough. And a guy... the, the ambulance was there. She was like, why is the ambulance? Oh, somebody just OD'd out there. In the Here. parking lot. Yeah. And, she, and he says, he said, and you know the sad thing is he said, I still went got high right after that. Dude, probably the same shit in that town. Damn. What's crazy about addiction, say if you're dope sick, he meant, oh, maybe I'll drop one in the trash can. You'll think they're all damn trash can. Wow. Yeah. Fucking crazy. I heard, Mr. Sykes. <laughs> one time you got drunk at the sheets and stood on top of your car, giving everybody the middle finger and shouting out something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. I wish I was there to see that one. That was probably funny as hell. Michael standing on top of his car, giving the bird, yelling across the parking lot. That was probably funny as hell. Too bad I missed it. I wish they would. I might have got a drunk in public, but we probably I still can't get over that audio. I'm fucked up, huh? I'm fucked up, huh? I'm fucked all the fucked up, bitch. Dude. Was it Robbie or you that was in his neighborhood that just like puked all over the side of the dart? I think that was Robbie. Yeah, he said that he like puked all over the side of Michael's car. I was like, oh, that's not good at all. At least you didn't puke in the inside. At least he puked on the outside. So Michael was hanging out with Robbie and another guy, KB. I think well, it was Caleb. Oh, Caleb and Alan. What was his name? The other guy? Caleb. Caleb and Alan. Alan. Yeah. Alan had a fucking killer handshake, but the man was weak as fuck when it came to fighting Chris. But we ain't going to get in that one just yet. So. Oh, but Alan won't all there. I think he was 18, like a 12 year old. Wasn't it that Destiny girl? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, I was with Hunter at this day, and Hunter and Robbie were having issues because of this girl named Caitlin. Uh, Her her name was Caitlin Valentine on Facebook, but her real name is Caitlin Bottoms. And I didn't know she was related to Zach until I found out what her real last name was. I knew her from school because she was in the history class next to me. And a guy named Tim, who I was friends with at the time, he introduced me to her and he was like talking with her. I guess he was flirting with her. And he was like, this is my boy, Nick. I was like, what's up? Really didn't give a fuck. So I saw 
uh, me and Michael actually saw Hunter at the Walmart first time. He was like creeping, looking at us because Michael had the same truck as him, just an older model. But then we saw them at the mall. She talked to me and then me and Hunter talked and that's how we were introduced to Hunter. I don't, me and Hunter would not probably would have known each other like the way we do now, if it wasn't for her, like talking to me. Cause I was not planning on talking to her at all. Cause I just didn't know her like that. I was like, Hey, that's the girl I went to school with. Hey, Nick. I was like, well, hello. <laughs> Hi. So how'd you meet Hunter? How did I meet Hunter? The same day you met Hunter. That's right. We met him at the, uh, the mall. You remember then Hunter's like, come look at my truck. And at the time he had the Dodge Ram with the T on the back, the T, uh, you know, the T step thing on the back. You know what I'm talking about? The T hitch. It was a hitch. Yeah. I think actually I saw him a couple weeks before. We saw him a couple weeks before at the Walmart parking lot. It was the Rocky Mount Walmart. Oh, we hopped out, and me and you were walking inside, and we turned around, and we saw Hunter sitting there looking at us like a fucking creep. Because he told us that. He was like, yeah, I saw you guys a few weeks ago at the Walmart. He said, I saw a truck like mine, and I was, like, intrigued, and I was looking at you guys. So, yeah, if she wouldn't have spoken to me and you, I would have walked right by her and wouldn't have said a damn thing, and we wouldn't even know who Hunter is. We would have heard of Hunter. Eventually, you would have probably would have met Hunter with all the people you're hanging out with. But me, I probably wouldn't have met Hunter. And if I did, it would have been later on. No, because I met Caleb and all them because of Hunter. Oh, you met Caleb and them because of Hunter? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's a reason. I would have met Hunter eventually. I, I don't know, though, because... I'm the reason Hunter and Trevor became friends in the first place because Hunter wasn't part of me and Brittany and Kristen and all them's group. And the only reason Trevor was a part of it because he lived in a neighborhood down the street. So I don't think Hunter or Trevor would have been part of that friend group. And Robbie and Hunter would have never got into it because they would have not even known each other. And the reason Robbie and Hunter got into it because Caitlin... And Anna, you know, Anna Brylin. You you remember that day. You were there. It was Anna, Caitlin, Zach Smith. They were all hanging out together at the mall. No, no, no. Anna and Caitlin were hanging out. And then me and you and Robbie ran into them. And then we ran into my cousin. And we all took a photo together. And then Robbie and... Hunter got into it because Hunter was thinking I was backstabbing him by hanging out with her. I'm like, dude, I didn't hang out with her. We just happened to be in the same fucking mall together. Like, chill out. Who said this? Hunter. You can go back on my Facebook and find it, dude. Uh, I don't know what started it. I think it was because he thought that I was hanging out with his ex. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm not hanging out with your ex. Me, Michael, and Robbie just happened to run into her and Anna in the mall. It's not like we were actually hitting them up. I didn't have the girl's number. I wasn't like, what's up, boo? Like, no, I'm not a fucking piece of shit. Like I told you. Anna Byron, the girl that had the white daddy that tried to kill her boyfriend because he's black. Oh. I don't know if you remember her, but I'm trying to find the photo so I can show you uh, 
when it happened. Does it that? It was all over fighting crime. I'm surprised you didn't see it. How much time did you get? I don't know. Never heard anything after that. Hey, look, the Dizzy Dragons. I put that picture up there because of Dylan's stupid ass. Oh, I'm way, way, I ain't close. Me and you at Tucker Lake. Ooh, boy, I went too far back now. Boy, I'm looking sexy. Me and you at Dark Side. So, what was I doing again? We're looking up at Anna. Yo. Where the fuck is that? It caused some drama. I know that for a fact it caused some shit. Okay, now I've gone too far back, but I can't find it. Like, what the fuck? Photos. I put photos. It's in photos. So why the fuck is it not popping up? I don't know, but it was some words back and forth. And Robbie was defending me. All he said was, Nick can hang out. Oh, here it is. It was August 14th. <laughs> Today is the 13th. So tomorrow it was me. Okay, so I took a picture with Caitlin and Zach's arm is in it. And all I said was, had a good time with everyone yesterday. Oh, so it was today. Well, I'll be damned. That's crazy that this. <laughs> We're talking about a situation that happened on this day in 2015. Oh, God. Had a good time with everyone yesterday. It's been way too long since I've seen you guys, but it was fun when I did. It was short, but it was fun, and I had a great time. We need to do this more often. Oh, so I can see why Hunter thought we were hanging out. Uh, you liked it, and Aaron, uh, this girl right here. You remember her? Oh, I know you were talking about that. Yeah. So her, she was ghetto, yeah, she was ghetto. So here is it. Here's where it started. Hunter put Nick. She talks shit about us, man, and set me up. How can you hang with a female like that? And uh, uh, Anna put just because you and Cat don't date anymore, don't mean you can talk shit. Why don't you just drop it? The fuck. If Nick wants to hang out with her, he can. It's his choice. Y'all are making it sound like we were hanging out with them. I was just hanging out with Michael and Robbie. And we just happened to go to the mall because that's what me and Michael did. We went to the mall a lot. <laughs> and then them talked me with my caption and Anna, what she just wrote, making it seem like me and her were hanging out when we weren't. He put laughing my ass off. Ain't got nothing to do with that. It's just the two-faced shit. Who's it that? Hunter. Uh, well, let me tell you something, Hunter. I ain't two-faced, and you fucking know that. Well, and then Anna said, well, either way, you don't have to comment. So, Hunter put, there's a reason for everything. And then Robbie, Robbie jumped in. Robbie said, Hunter, I'ma I'm a keep it. <laughs> he said, I'ma twice. <laughs> He put, Hunter, all right, let me talk in the most ghetto way since that's what Robbie does. Hunter, I'm going to keep it 100. I, why should it matter if he hangs out with her? Y'all ain't together. Y'all don't talk, so why get mad at Nick Adams? 
Thomas Giles. It's fucking stupid. Well, he tagged our names. That's why I'm saying them. It's fucking stupid and drama that nobody needs, cuz. And then Hunter put, we beefing now, Robbie Shaw. Keep it 100. That was so stupid. They're not making it any better. All I did was walk into her in the mall. Like, we ran into each other. You know, it's not like we were hanging out. Like, everybody makes it sound like we were hanging out. All we did was talk to them. You remember, you were there. <laughs> Michael, you were there. <laughs> Robbie put, LOL, it's whatever, Bo. You can beef all you want, but I still got my, mm, I ain't gonna say the word. So I don't care about someone who fake saying they got a truck and house when you ain't got shit. I know all about it now. LOL. I took them pics off Craigslist, but oh, all about it now. LOL. Took them pics off of Craigslist, but you can beef. I still got Nick Adams, Michael Sykes, and CB, and all of them. So I ain't worried. Oh, uh, where are we at now, Robbie? Where the fuck are we at? Since you got us, where are we at? Because not a single fucking one of us talks to you anymore. But okay. I think I've seen Robbie since. He, Where are you seen him at? He can't. He was at Michaela and that was Christian. Yeah, they're not together no more. They're not. She's trying to drag his name through the mud and try to get him to pay child support. Yeah, I got the inside scoop, boy. Oh. Robbie said back, "You was just." bitching about Nick being around Caitlyn Cheyenne Bottoms but ye, but are but hey yeah I'm fake lol you can go down that route but I ain't got time for it so you stress over it I'm gonna get turnt with my day one brothers Nick Adams and Michael Sykes and then Robbie put and he's talking about me being fake laughing faces Hunter put you know brother Let's meet up then. They're they're both saying the N-word with the A on the end of it. So I'm just going to say brother. Brother, let's meet up then. I mean, you bad, right? I mean, you want to talk shit about nothing you know, right? So what's up then? Robbie responds, <laughs> LOL. Ain't, I ain't going to know shit because that's for one. For two, I actually got my life on the right path. Are you sure about that though? For three, ain't nobody trying to fight. So you can meet up with yourself. I'm going to get turned later, Bo. Stress yourself because I ain't worried. Anna put, it's really funny because he's the only one blowing everything out of proportion and everybody else is just chilling. Right? See, what he should have just done was call me. He could have called me or texted me. He had my phone number. He didn't have to write and go back and forth with Robbie in the comments section. He didn't have to do that. He could have called me. And oh, this is on Facebook? Yeah, this is on Facebook. You can see it yourself. You oh. can read these comments yourself. <clears throat> and then Eric Randall. I don't know who the fuck this cat is. Oh, he looks kind of creepy. So Eric Randall, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He put, I know none of y'all, but posting shit on face. Uh, he put fake book instead of Facebook. Come on, y'all know where people be if you want to set somebody up and get them one-on-one. -on -one. Money always can buy that. If you about it, then show up at the house or get 
somebody to set them up. Money always is key. True words to live by. So I'm explaining this so we can get into the why Michael had the whole, you know, getting drunk. This is tied into Michael. This is just before. That's why I'm telling y'all all this drama. Jessica Smith put, just let them do their own thing and let everybody live their life how they want because it's their life for a reason. No one else's. It's just so funny how everybody thought me and her were just hanging out. We just ran into them at the mall. It wasn't like I was like, hey, boo, let's link up and hang out sometime. Winky face. Like, no, that never happened at all. We just happened to run into her at the mall. And that's where, you know, miscommunication happened. You know, Anna could have been like a uh, dumbass. Uh, we weren't hanging out. We just ran into them at the mall. So her and Robbie are not making it any better. They're making it sound like I was hanging out. But what Hunter should have done if he felt some type of way about it, he should have called me and we could have settled it. I would have told him the truth, dog. We ran into him at the mall. Like, listen, I'll put, I mean, you could FaceTime me and I'll show you who's around me. You know, that's all he had to do was ask if he felt some type of way. Because him and Caitlin have bad blood. You know, their relationship ended in bad blood. I get it. But you should have called me and I would have addressed it with you. So it gets to the night. Me and Hunter are hanging out. He wants to fight Robbie. So I'm trying to hit up Robbie. He's not responding, whatever. So Hunter's like, let's drive by his house. So we drove by his house, nothing. We were, <clears throat> Robbie said he was going to meet him at the park. Didn't do it. Well, he called Caleb at Walmart, and Caleb was like, I don't know where Robbie is, but the whole time he was at his house. And so later that night, I'm sitting at my house. It's about midnight. I'm having a good time. Angel calls me, which is Robbie's sister. She gives me a call. Michael just wrecked. Michael just wrecked. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Michael just wrecked. Like, I'm only thinking about Robbie. I didn't know Michael was hanging out with Caleb and Robbie that day. You know, I'm hanging out with Hunter. And that's when, like I told you, the crack in my windshield happened. I picked up Hunter, and as we are turning around the corner, somebody's oil cap flew off and hit my windshield. And the reason why I knew it was an oil cap is because when me and my dad went to change my oil, at the top where my window is, underneath the, um, what is that thing called? What is that fucking thing called? The hood? Under the hood was an oil cap. And it wasn't mine because mom was sitting on it. My dad's like, where the hell did this come from? I was like, I guess that's what hit my window. And I thought it was a rock. So it hit my window, then slid down right underneath the hood, which was pretty weird. So Angel's calling me. She's like, Michael is, uh, he's wrecked. He's wrecked. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? So what happened was Michael was over at Caleb's house along with Robbie. They all got fucked up. How'd you how'd you guys even end up over there in the first place? I don't know. Whose idea was it to go to Caleb's? Oh, probably you were at Alan Caleb. Oh, you were at Alan's house? So who came up with that idea? Did y'all link up with Caleb over there or did y'all pick him up? I don't I don't remember. I think what happened is you probably picked up Robbie or Caleb picked up Robbie and then y'all went and hung out at Alan's house. Yeah. Because Caleb had the Bronco at the time. I think. No. Was Caleb it a Bronco? Never had a Bronco? He had a vehicle that looked like a Bronco. What was it? 
the fuck was he driving? Yeah, Tahoe. Tahoe. Yeah, it was a Tahoe, not a Bronco. I knew it was something that looked like it. I was like, it looks like a Bronco, but it, yeah, it's a Tahoe. So Robbie drives Michael back to Robbie's grandparents' house. But instead of being a smart person, he lets Michael drive. He told me, oh, I, I told him like he should stay, but he can't stay tonight because my grandparents are going to be mad. I said, because Robbie told me this later on when he was sober. So what ended up happening is Robbie's story is different from Michael's. Robbie's like, I got out of the car. I told him, are you good? He said, yeah. And then he just hopped into the driver's seat and just drove off. And Michael was going 80 and a 20. And Robbie's neighborhood is uh, pretty much all, all white neighborhood. <laughs> it's it's a neighborhood for the elderly. So Michael going 80 and a 20 was not a good idea. He hits a speed bump, lands down on it, loses control, slides like he's Lightning McQueen, knocks out the mailbox and slams right into the tree. I was like, damn. I didn't see it, but I saw the pictures from the day, the next day, where they took photos of it and stuff. Michael, you said that you saw like uh, an ambulance flash like a, a light on you, and then you just end up passing out right after that. Who told you that? You. Oh. You said you had you even had a bottle sitting in the front, like in the cup holder. And you were just out, like you just like looked at the paramedic, and then you just like passed out. You said you saw the light coming through the window, but I don't know if that was a person or a paramedic. You said you don't remember. This is crazy. I was even trying to leave the scene. I was like, I look at the car, I'm like this thing ain't going anywhere. Let me see if this thing still works. But you're lucky to be alive. If Robbie or anybody was in the passenger seat or the back seat on the right side, they would have been dead immediately. Michael had that whole thing fucked up. They would have definitely been decapitated completely if they were in the passenger seat. You think so? Hell yeah. Did you see the side of that fucking car? Yeah, I just wanted to. It was all open for anybody who doesn't know. His whole entire passengers was gone. Like, it was wide the fuck open. There was no door, there was no window, there was no side mirror, there was nothing. It was just one all my, gray metal. Do what? One of my rims chopped in half. One of your what? Rims. Damn. You're lucky to be alive. I feel like if like, you were sober, you would have died. Yeah. You're like 20 airbags came out of here. Yeah, every one of Michael's airbags came out. And I, and I don't wear no seatbelt either. Damn. Michael walked away with, like, what? Your leg was hurting a little bit? I don't think. I don't know. Michael was limping a little bit, but I didn't know that until, like, a few days later. So I'm on the phone with um, Angel, and I'm like, fuck, fuck. And at the time, you know, I had a curfew. It was midnight. I'm like, Mom, I got to go to the hospital. Michael's, like, fucked up. She didn't really want me to go. It was like, well, you're already in the house. I don't want you to ruin curfew. I said, Mom, this is Michael, life or death. Like, fuck this curfew bullshit. It's life or death. So I drove up there, went to the ER. Robbie came up to me. 
I remember he was on the phone after I talked to Angel when I asked him. He was like crying like a blubbering idiot. And I couldn't understand him because he was drunk as a skunk and he was crying. And so I finally get up there and this motherfucker sitting there looking at me. And I said, what happened, Robbie? He was like, well, we were drinking at Caleb's and we ended up driving back. <laughs> I, and then he told me the story and I, I was mad as a fucking I was mad as fuck because I was like, there's two things Robbie should have done or could have done in that scenario. I was not going to drive home. I knew I was too drunk. Oh, I can't stay here. Let go anyway. Right. There's two things Robbie could have done besides taking the keys out the ignition. What he could have done is called your grandparents. Like, your grandparents did not care. Your grandma told me if you would have just called one of us, we would have been fine. But even if you couldn't have, Robbie could have called me. Or if he couldn't, he could have been like, Angel, call Nick. And Angel would have called me, and she would have told me, and I would have called your grandparents, and your grandparents could have came and got you. They could have rode together because that's what your grandma told me. Feels like if, you know, he would have called me or, like, if you would have known Nick and you could have called me. So Robbie could have just gotten Angel to do it if he was too drunk to do it. But he wasn't drunk enough to, you know, have a conversation with me on the phone or in person. He was drunk, but he wasn't like that drunk where he was like completely gone. I mean, he was drunk, but he wasn't as drunk as you were. They got to put that tube. If you go to a hospital, they put a tube up your. Is that what they did with you? Yeah. And how do you say tube number two? They told me to shit on myself. I'm saying, I am not doing that. You want to get drunk? You want to be stupid? You can shit on yourself. <laughs> oh, God. I wish I was there. God, that's funny. Oh, I was there, but I wish I was there for that conversation. You were drinking Gatorade. They're making you drink Gatorade, and you're puking it up. I remember that shit. Your grandma yeah. was like, I hope you learn your lesson, Michael. And I said under my breath, he hasn't. <laughs> you really say that? Yeah. So after that, because what was it? The weekend before is when the whole Waffle House thing happened. When David was working, David was yeah. working behind the counter. What haven't happened to that motherfucker? So Michael was drunk. So Robbie was dating Hunter's ex, which I don't know why he wasn't more mad about this than he was about me hanging out with or running into the running into Caitlin in the mall. He's got a problem with me running into Caitlyn in the mall, but he ain't got a problem with that dude that he's talking shit to freaking dating his ex. That was the ex after that one. Yes. So he didn't date, Robbie didn't date Caitlyn, but he dated Kelsey, who was Hunter's ex for a while, and they even lived together. So, well, Caitlyn lived with him too when he had his own place, but him and Kelsey lived with Jameson together. Hunter had his shit together, and he just he could just could not take it, man. He just could not take the party life and the bullshit, and it just got the best of him. And then now, thank God, he's back on his feet, thanks to Anna and the kids. Thank God, straight Anna straighted his ass out quick. But did he she do it or he just do it? I think it was a mixture of both. I think the moment Hunter became a dad, he realized that he had greater responsibilities than being a fucktard. That'll always work. I know 
No, it doesn't always work, but it worked for him, you know, him having a kid and then Anna, she probably played a pivotal role too. Like, Hey, like you're a father now. And you know, this Hunter always good. wanted a family. Do what? This guy raced go-karts ribs. He had a kid on the way. He went to the hospital, did heroin in the hospital and OD'd. And died. I was like, he was in a hospital. How he died? They couldn't find him. They found him in the morgue. Oh, that was cold. Too soon. Yeah. You should have told Robbie. Yeah. Michael died. Oh, that would have been bad. I should have, like, came back from... I think he went back there and got to saw you. Yeah. So I don't think that would have been able. That's what I should have done in the beginning. Not let Robbie go back, and I just come back crying and be like, "Michael's dead." Never get my grandma put sheets over the bed or something. Have your yeah, have your grandma throw the sheet over your head. Have oh, you? Have you tried to stay? Have you tried to sit there like uh, as still as possible? That would have been hard to try to get you to sit still. Like have a fake head on the ground that look like me. <laughs> have the doctor move you to another room and we'll just throw a dummy up there with no head and then just put a sheet over it. Yeah. Michael's dead. <laughs> he died on impact. His last words so. were have the doctor walk up to Robbie and be like, Yeah, his last words were fuck you, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to drive. You think that would have fucked Robbie all up? Are you drinking your dip spit? No. It's juice. Oh, Michael has a water bottle, and, you know, most people who don't have water in their water bottle has dip in it, and it looked like he was drinking dip. I was like, this man literally has been dipping and then turns around and drinks it. You're a gross bastard, but never mind. Yeah, you better give me about $500 if I do it. Can't you get stomach cancer from that shit? But so Michael was in the hospital and he eventually got out and we went over to Caleb's house and Michael was like limping. I was like, you're lucky to be alive. Most people would have died. If Michael was sober, he probably would have died. Yeah, I went over there to see how he's doing. He was drinking another. Yeah, I was seeing how Michael was doing. He was drunk as shit trying to drive (laughs) Caleb's vehicle. He was like, let's go ride, boys. (laughs) Nah, that's that didn't happen. Oh my god, I'll never forget. I got to see Michael do the worm for the first time at Hunter's house, but it wasn't like that great because Michael wasn't like that wasted, but he was like drunk enough to do the worm. I can I'll never forget the first time me and you got drunk together. You running down the street. I'm running home. Michael just takes off past his truck and is just like running home and he runs all the way up to the stop sign. I'm laughing as I'm running. Dude, we had such a great time. This guy, you know, he's a guy. He would ask for his mom. His mom been dead for 10 years. Thank you. Yeah. So do you have any crazy stories that you were doing heroin? Because I don't have any crazy stories when you were on heroin because I didn't really yeah, see that much. Was- the one when the guy was smoking, that was heroin thing. The guy was eating the guy high. How many times have you threatened somebody's life while you were high? I don't think I've ever done it. Man, when you were on alcohol, dog, you were like, fuck that motherfucker. I swear to God, I'm killing him and his family. I'm like, whoa. 
Yeah, you look on the news the next day. Whatever. 33 pine string or whatever has been blown up. <laughs> R.I.P. Josh. <laughs> it was nice knowing him. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, oh, the pool. Me, you, and Christian in the pool. And you were telling us your experience about being high and we are laughing about it. Oh, there was one story. This thing is one of the closest times I can't vote in, I think. It, I, you can't actually, if you OD, you had that hospital help. Because I, I was asking about that. I passed out, woke up like eight hours later. Damn. Like, not asleep in a bed, just like my head knocked at all. Jesus Christ. There was a time I remember. Um, okay, so Michael did the dumbest shit you could have think of possibly. At my old job, I used to work at a resort. Michael was high, right? How you know? How did I know? Because your fucking face told me. Your nose was oh. all scraped up, and I could just tell you're high. So Michael and I go to Chick Fil A. He eats some Chick Fil A. Then he's like, "Let's go to Jimmy John's." So we go to Jimmy John's and he eats Jimmy John's. I'm like, I want you to know that we're about to go on a canopy tour, which anybody doesn't know, it's like an obstacle course, but you're on a zip line. For drug people. So freaking Michael, we're driving up there in my dad's truck because at the time I was driving his old white truck. And Michael, we get almost to the front. He's like, hold on one second. He rolls down the window and he pukes this brown shit out of his mouth. I'm like, oh, that's just disgusting. Was it's it the... clear looking? No, it looked like shit. It looked like you're puking up shit. But it was it the Jimmy John's. Good, it was kind of, if it's just heroin, it'd be like liquidy. Like whatever you eat, it's thrown back up. Yeah, it was like a liquidy, but it looked like like uh, taco meat. It must have been the heroin cause. It does like if you're not addicted really to it yet, say the you would store liquids. Thank God you rolled down the window and puked outside the truck. He didn't puke in the truck and he didn't puke on the truck, but he rolled down the window and he just like puked and it went far too. I was like, damn, he projectile vomited. So Thank God he did it outside. He was like, hold on one minute. Thank God the window went all the way down and Michael leaned out. I was like, ah. Oh. But Michael was fine after that. We pulled oh, up. I got a the... story about somebody else. One time this guy was so drunk. He crawled to his car and tried to drive. Damn. I don't know if he actually went anywhere. Yeah, I think he did. And whoever said wearing a drunk goggles in elementary school was the equivalent of being actual drunk is full of shit. <laughs> How drunk do you gotta be to get that drunk? Right. I put those drunk goggles on and I've never hit a cone in my life. But when I got drunk, I was like, I ain't driving. I was too fucked up. I couldn't even. I was blacking in and out, dude. Imagine if I would have drove home that night instead of Josh's uncle driving us. Dude, I would have wrecked it. Probably would have killed myself. <laughs> Thank God I was smart enough not to drive. Yeah, one time I was driving with a drunk driver, and they had two of them. They were fighting. They, two wheels came off the ground. I was like, I'm about to die. I'm only like nine years old. So. I want you guys to know, I didn't drink often. It was just like maybe once a month, me and Mike were drinking. Drinks every day. 
I was drinking so badly. When I stopped drinking, mm-hmm. I'd get the shakes. Yeah, there's a guy who was in that home. He had to be drinking. He was so bad he had to drink on the job. Mm. Yeah, I was drinking on the job too. My first job, I was drinking all the wine. He was only 20 years old. I didn't care. I was addicted by the age of 14. Like that. I don't know what kind of rehab could be. There's some that do underage. No, I drank a little bit here and there with Michael. It wasn't much. But then after that bad experience of Josh's uncle, I never really drank like that ever again. I just don't like the the puking and the the spinning of the room and not knowing how to like control myself, like getting so drunk that you don't know what's going on and then you black out somewhere. Like I don't want to be puking in somebody's house. I don't want to puke in nobody's car. I don't want to puke at all. I hate puking, and it's painful as a motherfucker, and it's disgusting, and it's a pain in the ass to clean up, and it stinks real badly. And then you don't want other people to get anxiety or puke as well, or you don't want them to have to clean it up. I mean, on top of that, you might black out, be in somebody's yard, and somebody takes advantage of your booty hole. I don't know. Yeah. I heard one time Michael was drunk and passed out on the couch, and CB tried to shove a marker in his ass or pen. What was it? I think that's true. It was a mark. Yeah, CB was telling me about it. I said, "Are you proud about that?" No, he was, him, yeah. he was laughing about it, and I was like, "You're fucking sick." I looked at him like, "You're fucking gross, dude." When I first met him, I thought, "Man, they were wild." Man is. What was his? That's his cousin, BB. Yeah. That's his cousin? Yeah. Me and him actually didn't like each other, and I didn't even realize that. Me and him got an argument in 2010 on Facebook, and I don't think me and him even realized it. I didn't know until I was deleting people on my messenger because I wasn't talking to half of these people anymore, and I needed storage. And his name was right there, and I clicked on it, and we were like talking shit back and forth. I have no idea what it was about. I was like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy how we're talking shit back and forth. But then I'm like, hey, I'll take you and CB to go get cocaine and then we'll come back to the party. Because when we came back, you were drunk and in the uh, the yard. And that's when I think her name was Kim, the one Robbie was flirting with, and the other one was Whitney. This man is like, I won't really go on here. How about my band party? Right when Jay was trying to give Robbie, no, Robbie was trying to get the fentanyl from Jay. Because he was chasing Brett around. Jay was uh, chasing Brett around, trying to give him fentanyl. Michael should have been like, that's fake. I got real fentanyl. (laughs) And then Robbie's like, I'll take some. Imagine if Robbie would have taken that fentanyl. Yeah, anybody can do it but Nick. Everybody has to do it except for Nick because Nick's our DD. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, designated to drop the dead bodies off. <laughs> designated BD, designated body drop off. 
I'll probably be like classified as a serial killer because here I am just dumping a couple bodies off on the side of the road. Yeah, because this ain't the heroines. Mainly fentanyl's gonna be white. And it's gonna look if some of them see white, they might think it's cocaine to start a snort with. Especially C B, he would have been like, let's go in the bathroom. Yeah, but he did heroin though, so that'd be Oh he did? I didn't know that. Did Caleb ever get on to it? Yeah, Caleb over oh he um owed owed whatever. Oh shit, I heard that he owed a dealer. True. Yeah, I heard him I heard to the grapevine, I'm not sure if it's true that he owed a dealer money. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was fucking wild back then. I think I won the preseason bit thing. What makes you think that? Go look at the game. If, if I'm right, see what I what your record is, what mine is. All right, go ahead. Oh. Okay, let me get it to you. I thought you Oh, you need to know where the scores are. Where's my fucking pen? Oh, there it is. Go ahead. Okay. Baltimore or Philly? Oh, it's, oh, who won that one? Yeah. Ba- Baltimore. Fuck. All right. The Chargers won. The Chargers won? Yeah. We both um, got that one right. The Chiefs lost. Fuck. We both lost that one. And the Raiders beat the Boyers. Fuck. 34 to 7. Damn. Yeah. So you got. Ten right. Sticks wrong. I'm gonna so put the, okay. I put R and W. R stands for right and W stands for wrong. How many did I get wrong? Nine. Nine. Oh, shit. Yep. How many right? So I beat you. So I beat you by three games. Yep. Seven. Seven right. Nine wrong. Okay. I wrote that one up. That's a hundred thousand dollars you got right now. <laughs> it's a preseason game, so kiss my ass. You are not getting hundred. That means it goes up if we do the actual weeks. <laughs> yeah, each week. Just imagine I'm going every week and you owe that much money. Right. How much would that be? I have no idea. 100000 a week? Times it. Even Clinton count this 18 weeks. 700000 That'd be 22 weeks part total. 22 weeks? Oh, fuck. So... Count the preseason. Two million. Yeah, you'll be two million at it. Two million two hundred thousand. You got that. I got that's chump change. <laughs> yeah. 
That's chump change, bro. You know, drug dealers pit fentanyl and stuff. They pit way more fentanyl and make sure it kills somebody. Really? Yeah, because they get more business. Fuck is wrong with my dog? Do you have any more stories that you want to tell about you being fucked up? Not really. I just wish I was there when you ripped your shirt off like Cam Newton. I would have filmed that so bad, dude. I'd have loved that one. Um, I remember you and uh fucking Robbie wrestling in the yard, and Robbie's like, <laughs> Michael's like, huh, we're drunk, and then Robbie started laughing. Woo, ride him like a cowboy. Woo, ride him, cowboy. Yeah, that shit was funny as hell. Yeah. Michael, he was, he was, him and Robbie were a trip together. I don't know if Robbie really cared. Um, I don't know if Michael really cared for Robbie that much. He's all right. Yeah, because when me and Robbie started having issues, I was like, is that going to make it hard for Michael? Because I don't want to make him feel like he has to choose sides. But your loyalty was with me more than him. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Guess he doesn't have to choose. Yeah. Because I didn't want to put you in a hard place. But, you know. You chose what side you want to be on, and that was my side, so I 100% appreciate that. Because that, yeah. that was not easy. Oh, yeah, you remember this video, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see it? I don't even think I'll be in a substance. <laughs> nah, you were clean at that time. You you didn't even do do shit like that at that time. I'm trying to find it. What was that? Oh yeah, this is those at the driving. This had to be, yeah. This oh, had to be. That was the North Carolina one. Because this is 2015. I I didn't move up here just yet. Yeah, that's when I I just got out of duty the day before. You just got out of what? Duty the day before. What's that? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, Robbie. Okay. That's the first time you were cool with him, right? Do what? That was the first? That Remember then after he got with the girl, then we had an argument with him that I had to stop lying, or I did you had to argue with him at the stoplight? Yeah, in his girlfriend. That was Carrie at the time. Was it was it the girl that wore the Harris Teeter? Yeah. That bitch was nuts. This video got corrupted. It was me, you, and Brent at the Walmart. But the video got corrupted and I don't have the video. But the on Instagram it's been corrupted. I don't know what happened. It's you riding the bike in the Nashville Walmart. Yeah. I'm kinda pissed about that. Yeah, he was 
this guy, fuck. The guy in the blue, this is who the guy was talking about the other day. Let her restart. That guy right there at the table. Uh, if I can stop it. I can't remember. Jacob or something his name. You see it? Yeah, so I can't think. I think his name was Jacob or some shit. Yeah. And then Robbie with the long hair. He has a hat that says no worries. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker never had any worries. Ride like a cowboy. Ride cowboy. July 5th, 2015. Damn, I didn't know me and Brent hung out at that time. I forgot about a lot of this Instagram shit. So. Yeah, y'all were fucked up in the yard. That was funny as hell. There was one time me and Angel were hanging out and we left the house and you, Brett, and Robbie showed up at the park. And Brett was drinking some bitch boy drink and you and Robbie were like, Robbie was drunk, but you weren't. I remember that. Oh my God. So you were cut, you and Robbie were arguing at the light. I wasn't there for that. Explain that one to me. I don't remember what I said. Were, were you yelling back at him? Yeah, or her, whatever. What was he saying? Like, fuck you or something? Yeah, probably, I think so. Who was driving her? Yes, I think so. But didn't we hang out with Robbie before that, We hung out with Rob with Robbie quite a few times, but it wasn't like no, it was you you hanged out with him, then you stopped for a while, then you hanged out with him again. Yeah, because he started uh hanging with that girl and then you brought me to Harris Teeter and she flipped the fuck out on us. <laughs> so we hanged out with him before her, then after. Yeah, we hung out with him after because they were dating. And I remember we were sitting in the car and the neighbors, they were like, yo, turn that dumb shit off. And it was Chief Keith Love Sosa. So, yeah, me and her, she ended up having to tolerate me. But then they eventually broke up. So it was a while before me and him hung out when her and him were dating. But you met up with them at the movie theater and y'all had to talk. Good. You and Robbie, y'all met up at the movie theater because I was at the Griffin's gas station and I was like, I'm on my way. And then you told me they ended up leaving because y'all were at the Rocky Mountain movie theater talking. Oh. About what? I guess the whole situation, you, her, and him. I did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you were telling me, I was like, Michael, are they still there? And you're like, nah, they left. I was like, fuck. Yeah, he told me to uh, meet him in the mall parking lot right over there by Ross's, right? Mm -hmm. I pulled up, but I had to pull away because a police officer was coming through the parking lot. I was like, fuck. It wasn't security. It was actually a cop. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to get out of the car and start fighting him. He was like, I saw you drive by, pussy. I knew you weren't going to do shit. I said, bro, that cop just saved your life. So kiss my ass. 
Yeah. I'm not the one that's trying to fight somebody at my grandma's house. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. this guy used to say, if he took Xanax. I'm sorry, but I'm going to steal from you tonight. He said, I'm going to steal from you tonight. Xanax will make you do stuff. You could have a $5 million in your pocket, but it make you probably still run it. Damn. I don't really know. I wasn't really around you through your party phase. Like, I was around a little bit, but not a lot. So I can't really think of any more stories of, like, you acting wild. I just heard from the word of mouth. I didn't actually experience a lot. Oh, okay. I heard one time you got naked and got in the bathtub. And it wasn't the time at my house, because you did that too. I think it was at Hunter's house or Caleb. One of them were saying, what? It was at Hunter's. Oh, Hunter told me that you got like, were you wearing your clothes or did you get naked and lay in the tub? Probably naked. He said you're like butt-ass naked laying in the tub. Thank God you didn't have like a hard dick or anything. Imagine that been hard as a brick and you're sitting there, Hunter's looking at you and you're just hard. What if what would you have done? If Hunter just like walked in, saw you in the tub naked and you're just like sitting there whacking yourself off. <laughs> Michael just shits in the tub and he's whacking himself off like shitting on himself. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's horrible. <laughs> I just envisioned it too. And I also went to a couple orgy parties. Michael was in that swingers life. Is that what an orgy party is? Oh. No, nah, swingers is um like you and your partner going and having sex with another couple. Orgy party is just free for all. Oh, yeah. Don't ask me. I don't know from personal experience. So don't worry. I don't know from that. Just imagine getting their body more. Just imagine yeah, what? Yeah, sure. We got to put them out party. Imagine trying to go in there and arrest people while they're naked. There's one girl got divorced. I think it's not real. She wondered why her husband, he was a bug, she still a bug. Oh, he still went. She found him. He was there and I looked out. That's gross. Yeah, they got divorced. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I'm not trying to shame anybody, but that's just not me. I'm not down for the orgies. I'm not down for swingers. I'm not down for an open relationship. I'm just. I'm very monogamous, and I'm very like. I don't know. I'm very strict on my shit. Like, I don't care for like. I don't see my me and my partner being swingers. I don't see us doing orgies. I don't see me being a cuck. I don't, you know, do open relationships. I don't do fuck buddies. I'm not really down with that. I don't really care for that. I'm not really care for, I don't really respect one night stands. Like, I'm very, 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 very strict. Yeah. One, one night I got drunk. Say these underage girls came. And they were trying to fuck people, find out, but they didn't because the girl was only 14. 
what you're gonna have to wind that back for me. You were at a party. Whose fucking party had fourteen year olds at? I forgot who it was. Was she trying to fuck you? No, but this. I said no. Well, you should have told her. Should have told her you're fourteen. Well, meet me in Nigeria, and then we'll be okay. So sorry, that was fucked up. <laughs> no, thank God you didn't do nothing with her because you would have been a predator. And we'd be doing this podcast from your jail cell. Yeah. Michael, actually, no. How long ago was this? She was there like every week. Who the fuck was bringing this chick in there? Her cousin was always at uh... Did I ever tell you that time that Hunter picked up a fort? Me and Hunter went and picked up a girl up, and she came out to be fourteen. What? Okay. All right. So let me go ahead and tell the story. God. So me and Hunter were hanging out. He wanted to go pick up Mary. You remember Mary? Oh yeah. The girl. Yep, the one you yelled at at the mall, and then we end up hanging out with her. Yeah. Because you looked. She did not. I thought she was way older. Yeah. And I was wondering why those guys were giving us a weird look. And I I should have picked up right then and there, but I didn't. But now I look back at it now. I'm like, those five, six dudes that probably ran through her or have dated her, that's why they're giving us a weird-ass look. Because why are these six random dudes we've never seen in our life giving us weird-ass looks? And I know they're looking at us because we were the only people there besides them. It's because of her. All right, so me and Michael, we were hanging out with Mary. Oh, no, me and Hunter were hanging out with Mary. She lived down the street from me at the time. Her stepdad was really close with my aunt and uncle. They lived in the same trailer park together. And, you know, he was always over there. And so one night, Hunter wanted to go pick her up. We picked her up. This girl named Emily called, and I was like, I don't know her last name. So I'm like, sorry, you know, Hunter's with Mary. Um, I broke the news to her. Like, I'm so sorry that, you know, Hunter's talking to you and had to break the news to her. Well, me and Hunter were hanging out, and I had mom on the phone, and I was in the car. Mom knew about the bad history of Mary. She was like, you don't need to have that little hoe in your car. And mom was fuck yeah. JC, which is um, my uncle's dad who owned the whole trailer park, he said that he had to burn down, oh, demolish one of those abandoned houses because she was in there getting fucked by two dudes. (laughs) And he happened to walk in there on them. So he got that he demolished the house. So she was having a train on her? Hell yeah. I don't put it past her. (laughs) She was not a single dude that I know that knows her has said anything good about her. Oh. Robbie be like, that's my type of woman. So what ended up happening. Don't Robbie date women like that. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't try to date her. Really? I need you to plug my certification 
Have you ever had a dream run on you? Okay, you're a candidate. Have you? Give me a hand. I've never thought no. Like, oh, the girl was in the dream. You're the it. <laughs> so how we ended up meeting this girl in the first place is me and Michael were walking around the mall. Like I told you guys, me and Michael walked around the mall a lot. I wanted Michael to get a girlfriend. I was tired of him being single. I was tired of him. I mean, Michael didn't care for being single, but I just was fucking with him. I was like, dude, you should try to get yourself a girl. Well, the first girl that walks by, Michael goes, hey, and it's Mary, and they're kicking it off, and they're having a good time. And then as we're walking around, those group of five dudes looked at us in a funny way, and I think it's because they personally know her. But we even took pictures in that photo booth together, and she had it in her house. I ended up seeing it like a year or two later when Jay and I went over to her house for her birthday party. Jay dragged oh, me over no. there. But we're not good. I'm, I'm a little bit ahead of the story. So me and Michael met her there, hung out with her, took pictures in the little photo booth. She took them home with her. We're just having a good time, right? So fast forward time, I don't know how Hunter met her. But Hunter wants me to pick her up because he didn't have his vehicle anymore. She lived five minutes from me, picked her up, hung out with her. My mom saw my location and saw that I was over at her house, even though we were only there for like five minutes to pick her up. So I'm at the mall, and I'm in the car, and I've already just got off the phone with Emily, apologizing. Even though Hunter and Mary were all over each other, I was apologizing to Emily because I'm like, this dude's all over another woman. I'm so sorry. Well mom's like you don't need to be hanging out with that little hoe and mary heard it and that's when all hell broke loose god her parents got involved and i realized how fucking nuts they were and saying all this crazy shit and i don't know they they were fucking weird they they <laughs> i should have just stepped out of the car closed the door and just like talked to mom i shouldn't have been talking to her in the car because that would have never happened. See, mom caused more trouble than what we had. Because all I had to do was be like, look, mom, let us hang out with her a little bit. Well, she's used to calling the cops on men. Because my mom was worried that she was going to call the cops on me and Hunter and say that we did something inappropriate to her. Because that's what she JC. Do what? She might have been. She probably wanted that to happen. Yeah. So my mom was worried about. You know, me and Hunter hanging out, and then she tries to, like, get Hunter to fuck her, and then Hunter fucks her, and then she turns around and be like, oh, he molested me, you know? Because she was only 14, but she was, like, 17 or 18. Yeah, she was, like, she was 17 or 18, which we shouldn't have been hanging out with her in the first place. That was wrong for me and him, and Hunter's older than me, so that was wrong. I should have put my foot down and been like, yo, we shouldn't be hanging out with a 14-year-old. No, I think Mary was like 15, 16. She had a, I think she was 16. No, she had at least be 15. She was 15. She said she was 14. 14, 15, one of the two, but that doesn't make it right. Me and Hunter should have not have been hanging out. Me and you shouldn't have been hanging out with her in the mall, but we didn't know her age at the time. And I think we asked her, but she lied to us. No, no, Lexi, she told me she was like 16, kind of, she was 14. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never mess with Lexi. I never messed messed with uh, messed with her. Yeah. So here we are. I'm apologizing, and it just all hell breaks loose. So time fast forwards. Hunter wants to go pick up this Emily girl. This is 2016 now. 
Hunter's dating Taylor. Taylor's at Paulo's house because that's where they were living at the time. He wants me to go pick up this girl. And so her grandparents allow it. We show up at the house and we're talking with her grandparents. And now looking back on it as a an adult, like, you know, 26 now, there was a lot of red flags. Why in the fuck would the grandparents who were capable, I mean, she didn't have like disabled grandparents. They could walk, they could talk, they could comprehend. They weren't that old. You know, they were normal grandparents. You know, we talked with them for a while and we ended up taking her with us. This her grandparents didn't know us like that. We were grown fucking men. I thought the girl was like 18. So that's why I thought, you know, the grandparents didn't have a problem with it because she was a grown ass adult. And then the granddaddy looks at me, he said, Take care of my granddaughter for me. I said, yes, sir, we'll take good care of her. Dude, we could have fucking molested her and murdered her. Nobody would have ever known. Yeah, the grandparents would Yeah, her grandparents wouldn't have known because the only way we would have got caught is just her texting Hunter. And they, the police would have gone through that. But if, if it wasn't for that, we could have picked her up and murdered her and never would have been heard from again. So right. we take her with us. And we're riding around. We're bored. We can't take her to my house because I'm living with my parents. And we can't take him to Paulo's house because he's dating Taylor and she's there. So he's cheating on Taylor. I'm like, oh, great. So we're sitting at Battle Park and we even sit in the mall parking lot trying to figure out something. Not only he's cheating on Taylor, she's with Jagger Bailey. I'm like, Who is with fuck, this Emily girl. She was dating Jagger. So I'm like, what the fuck? And he's living in Sanford. So he's like two, three hours away. And she wants us to drive over to uh, Sanford. I'm like, fuck no. Fuck, was it Stanford, Sanford, whatever? Which one is it? Yeah, she wanted us to drive that. And I was like, fuck no. And so we were over there by the mall. And you know what she says to me? If you drive me there, I'll give you head. So I look at her. I was Emily like, said oh. it up. Do what? Emily said it up. Yeah, she Who said it. Emily said it to me. She was in the back seat because I refused to take her. And Hunter was in the front seat. And she looked at me. She was like, well, I'll give you head. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I like that. And then she was like, I don't know how we got on the conversation, but she was like, I'm 14. I gave Hunter that look because, you know, I'm 19. Hunter is 20. And we're having a 14-year-old in my car talking about giving me some top. I was pissed. I was pissed, Michael. I've never been this pissed. I was was three seconds about fucking Hunter up. Dude, we even made her get out of the car, and I told Hunter we were going to leave her. I was like, dude, we're going to drive to Battle Park. We're going to walk around with her, and then we're going to ditch her fucking ass, and we're going to leave her here forever. No, man, we can't do that. I said, she is fucking 14. I said, how the fuck did her grandparents not realize that we were grown fucking men in the middle of the night taking a 14-year-old with us? Like, what is wrong with them? What is wrong with you? And why did you drag me into this? Dude, I was pissed. Because, you know, I don't I don't fuck with underage kids. I don't do that, you know? I'm not going to go to I mean, jail. I it's different. Like, man, they're eight. They're 19, they're 18. That might still sound weird, but these are legal. 
But the fact is, she's 14 and Hunter is 20. Oh. Yeah. It's different. It's 20 and 30. That look, that's a little better. Oh, well, if she was 20 years old and he was 30, then that's not a problem at all, in my opinion. But the fact is that if you're under age, then it's like a huge problem. Like, I'm, like maybe I'll see his. Yeah. Even if she was 16, I would have still thought it was a little weird. But the fact is, like, a 14-year-old's telling me, a 19-year-old, that she was going to give me some top, and I'm like, no. First off, you shouldn't even oh, know yeah. what that means. Second of all, you shouldn't even be in a car with us. Uh, She was 14. How was Jagger Bailey? Jagger's a year younger than me. Yeah, still. Yeah. So the motherfucker was 18, and she was 14. So he's a predator. No offense, Jagger. Rest in peace to your soul. But, dude, that was you should have not have been messing with her at all. You know, I'm not worried about him being upset because, you know, we all know he's deceased now. But rest in peace to Jagger. I didn't really okay. know why that. Okay. Remember this guy who did last year we're talking about you didn't like? Hold on. Let me finish the story real quick. So what we ended up doing is uh, we ended up driving over to Olive Garden. Jagger's boys offered to take her, and then we just dropped her off with them, and I told Hunter, we're never doing that shit again. Don't ever put me in that situation. And by the way, you're cheating on your girlfriend. That's pretty fucked up. So, yeah, that's end of the story. A guy that I did not like OD'd. Yeah. Who? You remember he got caught having sex with a kid, too? Oh, oh, no, I don't remember this. He got a rape charge. Matt, you said he was about going to fight with him or something for Matt who? No, not Matt. About going to fight with this guy over a girl. I've never been in a fight over a girl besides Jordan Lucas, and that was stupid as fuck. He was, he went to like West Edgecombe. West Edgecombe? Matt? Matt? No, his name ain't Matt, but... What's his name? Matt told you that he... I don't remember. It was like last February. Oh, Nick Proctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rest in piss, dead motherfucker. I think he was a snitch. Oh, yeah. He's a snitch. All right. Let me tell you how I started hating that motherfucker. So me and Brandon, we started getting cool. And he went to Rocky Mount Prep with Brandon. And he wanted Brandon's attention. He wanted his validation. He wanted to be friends with him. And so it was all cool, you know, but then when Brandon started dating Rebecca and they started having problems, Nick took Brandon's phone while Brandon was in the bathroom, which I don't know why he left his phone on his desk. That was stupid of Brandon to do. Nick got in there and was texting Rebecca and even said that it was Nick. Well, she didn't, she didn't know Nick Proctor. So she automatically assumed since this is Brandon's phone, that the person texting her is me. And me and Rebecca hated each other. You know, this is when the whole crazy situation went down with me and her going back and forth. So she's trying to get Brandon arrested for, like, sexual harassment. Cops coming up to him, talking to him and stuff. And he's trying to explain what the fuck's going on because he has no idea. Then finally Nick Proctor came clean and told him what happened. And he was pissed. He said he was ready to beat him down to a fucking pulp. He said those cops weren't standing there. He would have been all over that boy's ass. Because Nick wouldn't have confessed, he would have got away with it. Yeah. 
he would have gotten away with it big time. But he ended and, up confessing. And then he and tried that, to be friends. He tried to be friends. No, Brandon would have gotten in trouble, Brandon. not Matt. So, yeah, Brandon would have gotten in trouble and possibly me. I would have probably gotten in trouble too. But, um, so Brandon was pissed about it, didn't want to be friends with him. Well, me and Brandon were riding around and he said, I want to go back to my old school because me and him were walking the campus of Wesleyan a few years later. You know, prep is across the street. He was like, I want to go walk into prep. Brandon just goes, walks into the building. I'm like, bro, he's going to get escorted out by security. All of a sudden, about 15 minutes later, the ambulance show up. I'm sitting in a parking lot like, what the fuck? They go in there and then they carry somebody out. But Brandon said like it was a girl that he knew and he walked by her in the hallway and she was like, hey, Brandon. He was like, hey, and she passed out and he like slid over her saying, I need a medic. I don't think that happened. But was this in the daytime? it was in the daytime. Yeah. The fact is, he was able to walk into the school without getting escorted out or getting the cops called on him. It's mind blowing. Yeah. I sat in the parking lot. I watched him do it because he asked me if I was going to come in with him. I said, fuck no. It's one thing to do it on a college campus, but it's another thing to do it while school's in session at a preparatory. My uncle and this guy, they went to a school in Raleigh to school over during the school day. Shit's crazy. They were like, we're just visiting and going back to school. Yeah, I thought, you know, Brandon was going to get Halt, but he never did and the ambulance came and went and then Nick got in trouble because he told this girl hey can you snuggle this in your car she got busted he got busted for having stuff in his car but then you come out drugged yeah green stuff no he had I think I think he had uh it was pills. either cocaine pills or heroin but I think it was pills. Yeah, he did this for him. That's what he was trying to get me to sell or something like. So already had a, so already had a problem with him. Me and him had a back and forth. I didn't like his ass. He seemed like a bitch. And then he goes what a year, two, three years ago, he started messing around with like a fourteen-year-old girl and got like arrested for it and put on blast and he acted like nothing was wrong. Like, he act like he was a victim in this situation. I'm like, bro, you are a no, grown-ass I, fucking man. I think he didn't go to court for that charge. I think he was scared what was going to happen in jail. Yeah, because he's a child molester. And I remember him posting something about it on Facebook because Brandon and him were Facebook friends. And he, like, showed me, like, this really long message that he wrote. And I'm like, dude, you're a fucking predator. Like, you... Went through with the act. It's it's one thing if you and her were talking and you didn't know, but the fact is you knew because his text messages got put on blast as well. That girl put him on blast. So not only he got exposed, but he knew her real age and he still did sexual activities with her. That makes him a predator. And plus, I don't like him anyways. I wouldn't be throwing that allegation around if it wasn't true. Yeah, it's true. And then he did heroin and he died. Did he OD or kill himself? OD'd. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not happy that he's dead. 
a lot of people would probably get it fucked up like, oh, Nick, you were probably happy because you didn't like the motherfucker and he was a child molester. You probably think, oh, he deserved to die. I don't believe that he deserved to die. I believe he deserved an ass whooping and deserved the time that he got. But, you know, he did a lot of bad things and it caught up to him. You know, they're going to be at the the paper is how it goes. Oh, yeah, he never did nothing wrong. I hate that shit. I hate when people go. I mean, I'd be like Jeffrey Dahmer. People probably were crying at his funeral, too, if he had one. They'd be like, oh, my God, he was such a great guy. Like, what? They'd be crying at fucking Hitler's funeral, too, crying at Bin Laden's. They're going to be sitting there crying at Vladimir Putin's fucking funeral, all crying, act like how great these guys were. Like, no. And I, I just can't stand that. Like, I swear to God, I don't know what we're going to do about my dad, like my biological dad. I don't know what we're going to do about him when he dies. No. I told him I was going to cremate him and put him in a shoebox. <laughs> you know that? Hell yeah. On the phone, because he called me a 17-year-old bitch. And I said, okay. I said, remember, I am one of your kids, so when you die, I'm going to cremate you and put you in a shoebox. Because what he doesn't understand is none of the kids like him. Like, at that time... Danielle and all of them were oblivious to what kind of monster he was. But now that Danielle and Erica and even Cody know the truth, the only one that still fucks with them is obviously Brantley because he's too young to understand and he lives with them and Blake. Those are the only two that still associate with my dad, but I'm the oldest. And yeah. you know, if they want to fight me on that shit, they could fight me. I'll be like, look, you guys can have his body, but, but I'm, I'm taking the property. I'm taking the fucking property. That property's mine, asshole. For real? He wants to sell it, but Papa Ricky should have put it in my name before he fucking, like, died. But he didn't have a chance to because he had a freak accident. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't like Nick Proctor. I didn't like him. So hearing him yeah. die, it was it was kind of shocking. Because you know bad people never die. It's always the good people. Yeah. To me, he was just an asshole. But once I heard about him being a predator, that's when it just, you know me, I don't like anybody who does bad things to children. So yeah. he gave me a reason to really hate his ass. Right. So I don't associate with anybody who's on that type of behavior. Like, any predatory behavior? No, nah, I can't fuck with that. Can't do it. Yeah. I refuse to hang out with anybody that has that type of behavior. I refuse. I refuse to date anybody, be family with somebody, or be friends with somebody who was on that time. If they were, you know, charged with being a child molester or something, but they were found not guilty and it wasn't true and the person was lying then i could fuck with them but when it comes out true and you get charged with it and all that then it's like uh no can't be friends with you i am so sorry but uh you gotta, you gotta go like i cannot have you as a person around me if you're on that type of time have you ever had some gay person message you on facebook Trying to fuck me? 
like a gay person try to hit on you. Hell yeah. Yeah. Two of them. One you personally know. Who? You don't know him? I, don't, you... I can't really understand. Hold on, I'm going to text it right to you. I ain't going to say it out loud because I don't want to put him on blast. Not anymore, but a few years ago he did. <laughs> did you get it yet? Oh. <laughs> yeah. He even like... um. Well, he, he on the tennis team. Yep, and he worked at the food line. Okay, yep. He sent me pictures of his booty hole. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> I hope he realizes that I'm straight. And then this other guy, <clears throat> I never knew him. He lived in Fountain, and, you know, <clears throat> he tried to flirt with me too, but I'm like, boy, stop. Okay, I don't know the second one. Yeah. I don't know him either. He just hit me up on Facebook. I'm like, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was trying to fuck me, though. I was like, no. I don't know why these gay men fuck me or want to fuck me for. Sorry. I'm, my girlfriend texts me at like 825 and I'm She's in bed already, but I'm texting her back. She's probably going to listen to this episode and be like, what the fuck? The the Braves I'm watching right now, they're in game four. The The Mets are winning this one seven to six, but out the, all, all four games, the Braves are probably winning by 40 to 10. Really? Yep. And Braves just had that one other run in Chicago. Guy got lucky. He got a got a piece of it. Not got absorbed. Damn. What? What you said? Yeah. Uh -huh. One time, my uncle bought a TV for like some people. Before it was going in his trunk, they had the they had a fake. It was no TV, but it looked like a real TV. A real TV. Yeah, it looked like a real TV. I want that TV. Y'all hand it over. Yeah. Oh, versus Ramsey. <laughs> oh yeah, the thing you sent me. Yeah. So when are they going? Uh, when are they having that match? I don't know. What if it Your actually daddy. happens? <laughs> Why do they choose him? Cause he got in a fight last week in the baseball field. <laughs> That's funny as hell. That is funny. Matt sent me something that says, what you crave in a relationship is what you lack in your childhood. I'm figuring this shit out. And then somebody put underneath it, definitely didn't lack anal in my childhood, but okay. Fuck you, Matt. 
Fuck you. I fucking hate you, you son of a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I'm gonna take some of that. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows what he's doing. See, I didn't understand, though, what you crave in a relationship is what you lack in your childhood. I'm figuring this shit out. But I know what he meant by definitely didn't lack anal in my childhood, but okay. You fucking asshole. I'm gonna fucking kill him for that one. God, man. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. You want to go to work tomorrow for me? It's not a bad job. It's just... Yeah. yeah need no early. I need the money. You need no, no, you don't need no money. Stay broke. Stay humble. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I want to get to that point where I never got to worry about money again. Looking back at these hard times is going to be crazy. If I ever get to that level, it's going to be crazy. I thought about one thing I wanted to do, though. If I ever, like, made real good money, like, I wanted to rent out a place for you to have your Alex Sykes Sports Entertainment and your Sober Boys talk. I was going to have one area where I put, like, a table and stuff and make it look like ESPN, kind of, but... It was going to be for your uh, your um, Alex Sykes Sports Entertainment talk. And if we wanted to add anybody on, you could. And then I was going to make a different area specifically for the Sober Boys. Yeah, um, a little sport. Clowney's talking to the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. Last week he did it in the race. You need to do something with sports, Michael, and stop letting it go to waste. I know. Because you know more than the average person. Like, you know a lot. Yeah, only thing, I don't keep it like, who is the most home runs in their career. I don't know, but sometimes I know, I know, like, a lot of them. Yeah, but that's not. But I couldn't name them in order. You couldn't what? Name them in order. Like, I know the top three is Hank, um, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron. No, and Barry Bonds are number one. See, you named them. Didn't I think. Yeah, just because you don't know it off the top of your head doesn't mean that you couldn't go and study it for a few seconds. Yeah. Like, King Griffey Jr. up there. Are you in a hallway? Yeah. Is there another door besides you, or is it just that one door? Is it that one door? What is that other door right off to your right? Yeah, that one. Oh, that's the other place. That's somebody else's apartment? They don't stay there no more. Oh, it's empty? Yeah, that's why I that. Is that where you're staying at? Michael's got a place to himself. That's that one. His dad lives in the one next to it. Yeah. What do you think about living in an apartment? This is a apartment. It's a what? This is a apartment. I said, what do you like? Do you like living in the one? Uh, this one's okay, but if you live in an like, apartment complex, it'll probably be a lot better. Well, because you've always lived with your grandparents. 
So you've always lived in like a subdivision neighborhood. You, I don't think you've ever lived in a an apartment. Ever. I lived in a trailer before. Oh yeah, your mom's. Yeah. That's still not bad though, because her neighbors weren't like all up on her. Yeah. I still think trailers better because like you don't. The thing I hate about apartments is that you don't know who's walking around there. They're sketchy people. I mean, people might try to fuck with you. I mean, there might be crackheads. There might be prostitutes, drug dealings, homicide. There's nowhere to park your car. And then if you want friends and stuff to come over, there's no area for them to park their cars, depending on where you live at. Like McKenzie's, you remember? We could never fucking find anywhere to park. That was a fucking annoying as shit. And then on top of that, you got to hear people above you. You got to hear people beside you, especially in Megan's old apartment in Wilmington. Oh, my God. You could hear everything, even if you whispered. Okay. I got another story. I thought one time I delivered some drugs for somebody because my buddy got locked up. I saw the door for a girl. I went and cops come. I'm like, I got the hell out. He said, hey, I got the hell out of there. Should have stayed. Should have fought the cops. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't deal with him much longer after because he made a statement. If I got called, I'll tell somebody. I'm like, I'm not going to him no more. Oh, shit. Conor McGregor called out KSI. For what? I have no idea. Bring box Which I don't understand that because Connor and KSI both have a video together of them playing the UFC game, and this is when Connor was like at his peak. And he was in the game, and him and KSI were playing the game together. But all of a sudden, I don't know where it went south. Oh, but I know that Conor McGregor would kick KSI's ass. I'm not sure about now, but I don't know. Because Conor's been not really doing too well lately. But that's his voice. That's him. I thought it was fake. But then I'm looking at it. It's really him. He's calling him out. Ooh, I'm excited. It's on uh, Misfits Boxing, which Misfits Boxing is uh, KSI's, you know, he owns Misfits Boxing. So, yeah, he, he called him out, too. He called him out. It's, it's uh, verified, too, on Instagram. Misfits Boxing. It's oh, on okay. their page. When I have you in the ring, Tommy Fury, when I grab your big fat head and constantly, repeatedly hit you with that right hand, it's a night-night, buddy, and your legacy is done. I love this shit talking. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm not really a big fan of Dylan Dennis. I think he's just all tall. He's like only had two fights out of his whole entire UFC career. 
And he's like, what, 23, 24, 25, somewhere like that? I can't believe that Logan thought he was better than Jake when it comes to boxing. That shit had me dying. So... That's yeah. how we're going to end it with Conor McGregor talking shit. He couldn't box eggs in an egg factory if he wanted to. I was like, uh, could have done a little bit better with that insult, but whatever. It is what it is. Well, brother, it was fun like it always been. I All hate right. to cut it short, but I have to go to bed. All right. Unless if you want to go to work for me tomorrow. All right. So I'm glad that I have no timer now. We don't have to keep calling each other back. Yeah. So it was good talking to you. All right. Damn, my girlfriend is so sexy. Um, oh, I'll say that a lot. Mm. God, I missed that sexy ass. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get off here. Mm. Is that my bracelet? Yeah. It says her name on it, my girlfriend's name on it. Well, so you didn't get a tattoo yet, did you? Nah. Ah, nah. I wouldn't want her to do that, and I wouldn't want me to do that either. So, no. <laughs> I've no. seen that happen. They break up like a week later. I was thinking about getting it across my neck. This one girl I knew had tattoos. She had like three and knit five initials. They were all her ex boyfriends. Really? Yeah. That's. I saw one time a guy had all initials. They were all crossed out after. Jesus Christ. Yep. That's terrible. I know. All right. All right, dude. I'm going to head on out now. Okay. PTFN. Cool. Ta-ta for motherfucking now. Ha-ha. <laughs>
banana. I was just listening to a story, a business story about bananas. It's crazy. I didn't even know. There's like red bananas. There's other colored bananas. There's like bananas were dying like quickly. So that's why they got those yellow bananas because they last a little bit longer. And they don't get, there's like a disease that's been going around in bananas. Kind of like COVID. But instead of like hurting and moving on, it like kills it. Like it wipes the whole banana extinct if it gets that certain type of disease. So the yellow ones are cheaper to have and they don't get that disease much. I forgot what the yellow ones are called. They start with the C. All right. Well, let me get off here before I keep on running my choice. All right. Enjoy the rest of your night in your banana. Yeah. And I'll catch you tomorrow. All right. Later, nerd.